Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Ruby, and Rick and Morty. I am Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. Hey! Hey, Sam. And that's it, nobody else. And that's it, yeah. Today we're going to be discussing and um, looking back on Isao Takahata's 1991 classic film only yesterday um i don't know if it's considered a classic but a it's a classic class, it's a classic it has a 100 on rotten tomatoes like it's okay. it, yeah I, um if you have not seen this Plans. film i would highly encourage you to um it's fairly unique i would say among animated films yeah. uh very female centric very feminist very um quiet i mean that's not that unique for just it's a studio ghibli movie i should say this is our first of our um Ghibli retrospective series, which I won't necessarily specific do, be doing with a specific person, like I'm, okay. doing, like I'm doing Pixar with Mel. But thanks. Well, I mean, you can be on a lot of them, but we'll see. I might pick because, like, do these movies mean different things to different people? So I feel sure. like we're gonna see on on uh, who connects more to each one. Um, but this one is definitely one Sam and I have talked about before, uh, and we both rewatched it prior to this. And I'd encourage you to rewatch it and then listen to our discussion, or if you haven't seen it yet. Um, we both I would highly recommend it. It's certainly not everyone's type of movie. Very boring and slow. Um, <laughs> but you know, these are just minor setbacks. You can, it's it's worth it for. It's, it's the tone of the film, right? Like, yeah, this is one of this is there are many a Ghibli film that are uh, just very boring, but it it adds to the like the the atmosphere of everything. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't seen it, go watch it, but we're going to get into spoilers before we start. Um, but as much spoilers as you can. There's like, not really spoilers to this movie. There's nothing that yeah. really happens in this um, movie. If, uh, all the information on this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com, and uh, you can support our Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Uh, so yeah, let's ta- let's get into Only Yesterday. We both rewatched this film right before this. Um, this mm-hmm. is, I think, my third time seeing this, although it'd been a while. I'm probably up to like five or six. That's inter- That's a lot. That's it that's is a cool. lot. When was the last time you saw it? It was actually a pretty long time. Um, pretty long, like maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, probably like two years from here. So, uh, so I guess what did you what did you think of it this time on rewatch? What did you think? What had you thought of it initially, and where are you now with the movie? So upon rewatch, I feel like I didn't really like it as much. I don't know. That's like my nostalgia goggles clouding my life. Um, I don't know. Um, I feel like I noticed a lot of the more preachy elements this time around. Now that I'm a big bad adult. And I can see that now. But upon my initial watch of this when I first saw it years and years. Late years. Prehistoric era ago. um, I really liked it. Like, it was my favorite Ghibli movie for a very long time, and I'm not really sure why. Well, it's, I mean, it's not, it's not too hard to see that this might be um, a specific type of person's favorite yeah. movie. Because it's kind of boring. I hate children. <laughs> yeah, but this is just, this is so, um, so feminine. And I don't know if it's feminist, but it's I don't like, know. I don't know if it's feminist. It's very yeah. female-centric, right? Like, yeah. this is a big, this is a big re- refresh. This is a big, um, I don't know, refresher? No, that's not what I'm, word I'm looking for. But after seeing Wally and um, Ratatouille with Mel. It's a um, breather. It's a nice breather because those are two like male-centric movies for sure. 
Yeah, even though Wally's about a robot. We we got into it on that one, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't listen to that one. Okay. Um, uh, what was your third question? I forget. I don't remember. But do you think it's do you think it's um, possible that you are since this is your fifth time seeing it, you're like looking and in more into it than like is intended on some. I think things? Well, maybe I don't know because I noticed with this director, um, he makes very Japanese movies. Yeah. He makes the most Japanese. <laughs> this movie is he, very Japanese, yeah. Well, he directed uh, Girl of the Fireflies, yeah. uh, My Neighbor, Neighbors, the Yamatas, etc. Palm Poco, which yeah. was about Another the Snookies. Yeah. Um, anyway, he does a lot of Japanese stuff. And I feel like that, I really notice it this time around. I don't know, like, with anything, like, if you watch something over and over and over again, you're going to get, like, really nitpicky about it. Yeah. And even though there's been, like, the space of, like, years between my rewatches, you know, I still notice a lot of things I didn't notice before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into those things. I should note that this is the only, um, supposedly the only Ghibli movie that has not been dubbed into English. Yeah. Um, which, I, I is, has Ocean Waves really been dubbed? Because that one is their most minor know. movie. We can look that up, but oh, yeah, only I feel a, like I've only like seen that once. I've seen Ocean Waves once. Yeah, I'm I'm a yeah. fan of that movie, but uh, the fact you've seen Ocean Waves that's interesting. I guess no, you know. I remember because I asked you about it. Yeah, like many years ago. Yeah, like, uh, that's that's kind of similar to this movie, and then it's very slice of life. That's more of a drama, and this one's yeah. like oh, we should podcast about that sometime. We, yeah, we I mean we will. I guess yeah. Um, only. Yeah, so there's there's only a sub of this, and even if there was a dub, I would say this is the type of movie you should for sure see subbed because it's just yeah. very much about Japanese culture. Yeah, uh, I feel like a dub. I think that's part of the reason why they didn't dub it, or dub, at least in America anyway, because it's like it's so Japanese. Dubs don't inherently have to derate erode there you go um cultural japanese elements of the films but they do they always do so i guess like something you have to consider is like the marketing yeah like for the longest time until i guess very recently i'm not sure if disney still has the rights but disney had the rights to distribute and like dub and like do all the stuff with the Ghibli movies here and before that, it was like some other third party company. Yeah, the, yeah, they they it, don't they no longer have the Ghibli rights, but they yeah, do. but yeah. they can't market. Like I can see them like not being. Able I mean, to market yeah, it's, you understand why they would change the cultural elements into things you can people can relate to more here. I just have no interest in seeing that. I want to see the actual cultural elements of of Japan. Yeah, um, and it's I don't think anything in this movie is very hard to understand why they're doing yeah. it. Yeah. This is yeah. This is like my third time seeing it. My first time in a while. I've always been a huge fan of this movie more than even the the specific content. I love what this movie like it represents, um, which is just like the incredibly female centric uh, Ghibli movie. And this is like the best example. And I also love that this is just a lot of Ghibli movies are like uh, the main character is like a twelve year old girl, and like that's cool, and I wow. love that. But. Um, but it's just that she like their main character just happens to be this young girl, right? Um, in this movie, this is about the life of a woman, right? That that's yeah. what I really like about it. Um, and the Wikipedia article says it's significant among progressive anime films in that it explores a genre uh, traditionally thought to be outside the realm of animated subjects. In this case, a realistic drama written for adults, particularly women. Drama. <laughs> it wasn't a drama. I mean, it wasn't a comedy either, so <laughs> I don't know what it was, but. That's the only two points on the scale. Yeah. I guess what I love about this was that it was like it was successful in Japan, which is pretty cool. I, yeah, it was like the top I, first. I, I can't see like 
Japanese businessmen watching this movie. I don't know. That seems weird. They to go me. for the dad, obviously. Like, <laughs> There's like, yeah, the the cold Japanese father. Taiko's dad, yeah. Yeah. I yeah I'm I'm a big fan of this. I, there's certain scenes in this which are some of my favorite scenes in ever in any film, um, and we'll get into those. Um, and uh, I I think the childhood parts are better maybe than the adult parts, but I love that they connect them. I think Takato is successful in that, um, and I think that and also I guess what stood out to me this this rewatch was I responded really emotionally to the end of the film. Um, I don't know remember if I did that or not before, but. Uh, not even really for any specific reason. It was just like it was trying to be emotional, and it was. So yeah. congratulations, um, you've succeeded there. So I let's get into some specific scenes because this I would describe this movie as a vine- as a series of vignettes from um, from Tycho's childhood, um, and then interspersed within this narrative of her and the current visiting the countryside, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it just tied and then it maybe there's maybe they make sense in the current um maybe for these flashbacks make sense in the current maybe not they kind of tie together with the main plot at the end but not really i don't know if you look in the production of the movie it's that the childhood scenes are actually from the manga which this is based and the adult scenes are are invented which i think they do a pretty good job of considering i don't think they seem particularly different well, there is like the stylistic difference. Well, yeah, they're definitely. They're, I think they're purposely drawn differently, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's if you read the Wikipedia article. Yeah, I love that. I love that. There's just a detailed Wikipedia article <laughs> for this movie. I don't know who's who. Are, who's the person that's doing that? Like, I would do that, I don't know. but who's the me version? Who's who actually made the Wikipedia article? Anyway, um, see, so yeah, I want to go over some of the flashback scenes from. And I guess we can do them in order. From 1966 is when they're they're set. Yep. Um, and she is 10 years old to start. I guess she's 10 the entire time, right? She, yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, I don't know. Let's start. It's not the first one, but I want to start with the pineapple scene. Because this is like one of my favorite scenes ever. It's such an interesting scene. <laughs> it's like the most, yeah, it's it's like the most interesting thing ever. And it's, they, they spend like. They a, just take like a whole like five minutes <laughs> trying to figure out how to eat this pineapple. And yeah, this is like the first thing you thought of, right? When I said what we would do, we could do this. Yeah, movie. yeah. This, I think this is like the the poster child scene for this movie. They like, like apparently, sometime in the past, Tycho asked her dad for like a pine, it's a pineapple or something. I think that's what it implies. And then it's, yeah. he brings him a pineapple one day, and it's not ripe at all. It's like still. Um, I don't even know what a bright pineapple looks like, but well, it's still like dark. It's still like a dark greenish. It's mm-hmm. not like not like SpongeBob pineapple. It's not you know SpongeBob. What I mean? Okay, yeah. and then and then they're they're all just fascinated by this this pineapple, um, which I guess the they is uh, Taiko, her two sisters, mom. the grandma, mom, and dad. Right, that's the like, family. That's like, uh, yeah. dad, I mean, he's not fascinated by anything, but yeah, that's the fam. That's the fam, and um, they just like stare at it and like don't know how to cut it, and they're just completely bewildered by this pineapple and then they're just like eat bananas instead <laughs> they eat bananas instead but then the scene but then immediately after the older sister comes out and says she knows how to cut it one day right is the older sister not the mom yeah i think yeah so. it's the old sister and then they cut the pineapple and then they mm-hmm. eat the pineapple and then they don't like it <laughs> yeah because they didn't wait for it to like not be all not good and i just, I just love I, Ta- I love taiko's emotions during this because she just like it's 
she just she obviously isn't like in love with it, but she's not gonna like. It's not that she won't say it. She just can't. She was rejecting that feeling because it's something she's anticipated for so long, and she's just she's like, oh, now I have to eat the my sister's pieces. Yeah, and you can just I I love how they animate her reaction because it's not it's not like she's trying to hide that she's disgusted by it. She's just trying not to be. She's just like rejecting that emotion. And I I don't know. That feels so great to me. It's just Mm. so fascinating. And then it ends with them calling Bananas the king of the fruit. And Well, I have to disagree. <laughs> I think that apples are the king. Okay, we don't need to discuss what the king of the fruit is. But, I, uh, I had strawberries before I, this to throw oh, that in there, too. But, I um, Oh, my goodness. I digress. And I, yeah, you digress. But uh, I don't know. What, what, what have I left out that makes the scene so incredible? I don't know. It's hard to explain. You just have to see it to believe it. I just love that it exists. They just they just spend like five minutes on the scene, and just so gr- this, this movie's is, two hours long, by the way. This is the most slice of life scene in the history yeah. of slice of life, which is I guess why it's the best thing ever. <laughs> slice of life, slice of pineapple, <laughs> slice of pineapple, haha, yeah. Because <laughs> they cut it into slices. It's so it's so wonderful. This is like my number one scene from the movie. Yeah, but there's some other good ones too from the flashbacks. All right, um, before this, there's the hot springs. Um, vignette um where she wants to go to the countryside this kind of i like that they do this one first because because it like establishes the yeah. plot of the movie yeah. um it's like she wants to go to the countryside but they don't have relatives there and i also like that that's like a stereotypical japanese thing so she's like oh we must have we must have relatives in the countryside she's like grandma no grandma's here that's grandpa like, no he's dead grandpa no he's dead that was that's so funny like is do all of japanese people just assume their grandparents japanese kids just assume their grandparents are in the country that's great. Even though they're living with you, <laughs> <They're> li- <laughs> Grandma. No, Grandma is here. What are you? What are you talking about? Oh, Taiko. <laughs> that was great. And so then they go to the hot springs, and they guess this other city. I don't know. Japan has these yeah. kind of like vacation towns, so maybe that's what they're talking about. But I'm not sure. Some other city. And she she over- faints. She overdoes it on the hot springs, and then she faints. And it's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. I laughed a lot at watching this. I don't know if this is intended to be really funny, but I just thought this rewatch, I thought it was really funny. Like this scene, like when she fainted, I cracked up at that. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't laugh at anything. <laughs> uh, is, is this a general, is this a general thing or do you think it's a, uh... with me? I don't laugh at much. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I, I wonder, wonder what people's reactions are to this. I feel like people are going to have very varying reactions to all these, to all these scenes. Um, uh, the third vignette is the picky eater slash. I have this label as picky eater slash school politics. That scene was really yeah. weird. Yeah, that was really is very Japanese, very weird. Yeah, I like the characterization of her friend. Um, I don't remember her name, but the the smart one. Oh, and the every, one with the pigtails. Yeah, and everyone gets get, is just really impressed by her argument about. <laughs> I feel, I feel <laughs> like I, I think I feel like that's a great characterization of um, these kids' interactions because, like, if one kid just has one ounce of like successful logic, everyone's just fascinated by that. He's like, "Oh, yeah. you're right." <laughs> yeah, was, we never did get to see the hall monitor though. No, in action. You know, this one was pretty unimportant, I think. But oh yeah, it was it's, just about how Tycho is. A picky eater and doesn't like onions. Yeah, which I I, I disagree, Tycho. I, I mean, like onions. I like onions too. Um, okay, so we. Uh, I don't know. I don't have that much to say about that one. Uh, we the, then 
But then we no. have the Hirata crush fiasco. <laughs> fiasco. Everything involving this. This is so Japanese, this this whole scene. Explain sequence. why it's so Japanese. It's just whenever you watch anime, it's like so different from here in that um people are so embarrassed by any feelings kids are uh, feel embarrassed by feelings of romance and like oh. um they like want to re- like reject that from like because it's like socially embarrassing and stuff like that wow and this is it's like it's like you know like how you have to give a love letter because it's too embarrassing to meet face to face it's like that yeah. type of thing oh yeah wow you're teaching me new things see there though. you go I, you I, learn I, something new every day Japanese are very re- repressive of their romantic feelings and embarrassed by them. But was, that's my read on the situation. We have to ask Allie for a more in-depth That's analysis. why they didn't. I won them the kiss at the end, but they didn't. They would, they would never win kiss anyway, yeah. And that's why the kisses are so important in Ghibli movies. Yes, because that's like... I get it now. That's like, whoa, that's serious. And I don't know. She's just... She's like embarrassed at first, and then I guess she like... It, so... It, there's two reads on this one. She like likes him back or she like likes the concept of someone liking her. I think she likes the concept because yeah. they're, like, they're like 10. You could get the, you could get, you could get the impression that she actually likes him though. Cause she, um, she watches, she like is impressed I mean, by him playing baseball. I think it was like a, I think it was a suggestion that somebody liked her and then she saw it and was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. But she's yeah. still embarrassed even though that this, they have the really anime E part with the, like, the it's, it's like, bed um, and, it's like when somebody likes you, Dylan. When you find out that somebody likes you, you think about it for a second. Well, for a second, probably like a couple of days. You think about it and it's like, hmm, how would that be? So you think about it and sometimes you're like into the idea and sometimes you're not. So that's how I feel this was. We are relating to the 10-year-old feelings here. I mean, I am a 10-year-old. Aren't we all inner 10-year-olds? I mean, isn't that what this movie is suggesting, that we have an inner 10-year-old? Yes. Yes, there you go. Um, what what else happened in this? Um, the, the, the baseball. The, the baseball scene. Cloudy day. Oh, yeah, the cloudy day, sunny day, that rainy so, day. I didn't. I didn't get that. I mean, I did. <laughs> and then they met, like, they meet up, and then um, oh yeah, and then um, they both say cloudy day. I think. And, and he was like. My favorite part of this was um, her like think they cut to her thinking about it in bed, and then she's like hugging the pillow and stuff. Yeah, her and then adult. she's like squeeing at the memory. Yeah, that's I I I related to that so much. I, like I feel like that's like a totally real thing. Like you like just think about these memories in bed and you react to them like in in the current, even though they're all the way in the past. I don't <laughs> think about things from the past. No. Okay. Never. Never. There you go. That to me that was very relatable. This movie is really real to me. A lot of it. It's yeah. just It's just a good depiction of. Like, it, I, there are points in this movie I really relate to, but we'll get to those. Okay, um, maybe now because we're—I don't know if this is it, but uh, this—the the next big thing was we have the girls getting the talk. Yeah, and then we have uh, everything about the periods and the kids being the boys being annoying about that and super dumb boys. Tycho being Gosh. embarrassed again, which again makes sense. So I asked him this earlier, and hopefully he'll remember it now. <laughs> what did the boys talk about in fifth grade? when well, they, they uh... the boys in this didn't have an equivalent talk, right? Yeah, yeah. but the boys in our school did. It so... was, it was, 
Yeah, this was, I guess that was the fifth grade for me. He was getting the, the talk in just a different way, you know? That's the answer. It's disappointing. I'm sorry. I wonder if it's like a universal thing that just happens in fifth grade, because it happened in fifth grade for me, too. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's the <laughs> this no? 90s Japan is very similar to our current way of well, doing it, things. Well, that was 60s Japan. Oh, yeah. This was it. Well, the 90s depiction of 60s Japan. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh... I like I like how um, she's talking to the girl who's like the early developer, and she's not continuously not embarrassed about this, and she like eventually like understands. Yeah, good right? for her. That girl. Yeah, that girl's cool. But then it. I like how Taika, I like how Taika just like comes around to it, right? I was super embarrassed about it. I still am. <laughs> still embarrassed. Not, I like that scene. That was a very relatable scene. I think for the people with the periods. Yeah. Uh, and this is like this is like an essential scene you need for this if we're recounting this period of childhood. Yeah, I don't know. Also, skipping gym. Skipping gym—that's another yeah. quintessential experience. Yeah, especially if you have periods. <laughs> what else from? Because um, this was a long—I guess not. It wasn't that long, but, but the, I feel like these were the main parts of the flashbacks. The the crush part and then the period part. Yeah, because then it gets to like the current day stuff and Yeah, then there's a lot of current day stuff. Okay, so let's count for catch up on the current day stuff. What she's twenty seven, she's visiting the countryside, she recently turned down a marriage proposal. Um and here's Now in the beginning I thought that was because she was gay. But... We could all we I mean we were hopeful, but uh... sigh. Um she's spent okay, here's here's my read on this. She's spending the summer with her sister's husband's family. Yes. But which sister? I don't know. See, I would assume that it is... Wait, I don't have the sisters labeled here. Um, well, I'd assume it is the older body. sister. Because I, I had to read that the middle sister was gay. Really? Because there's this one scene with the middle sister where she's um, admiring this actress. And oh, she's sitting that in she bed. was admiring an actress? I didn't... Oh, was it? I thought it was an actress. Could it have been an actor? I don't know. We need to rewatch this right now. <laughs> I see. I'm pretty sure as an actress, but we could. You, I mean, I don't think so. But I think so. The point is, it's one of her sister's husbands. No, I feel like this needs. This is a good time to discuss this middle sister, though. <laughs> the middle sister <laughs> is she's the bratty. She's the bratty one. Yeah, she reminds me of my own sister. Oh, you should. I'm pretty sure the subset actress. We could check. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It would be hard to find in the two hour movie. Uh, uh, anyway. Um, and she's she says she's going through uh well, I don't know what word the sub uses, but I thought it was metamorphous, but they use um metamorphous no, that's what I thought like because she says she's like she does out talk about butterflies and stuff. Yeah, yeah no no no, but it's no they use a different word um uh chrysalis I believe so. I have the i p a here that's very um, technical with a ch spelled with um that's what the the subs say as in like breaking out of her like cocoon you know and she she compares that explicitly to um how it was like when she was 10 sure there you go she meets toshio um and then they go off to the farm and they pick petals and then rouge stuff like that yeah they talk to the Everybody's just so cute and like sister there, whoever I don't know her relation to. Some some girl who she talks about pumas and yeah, there's 
very clear product placement. <laughs> I don't think that was product placement. And then they do like the ET hand, and it's kind of weird. I don't know what that was. Yeah. And, then and again, he... I, I think the movie was set in like 1982. So yeah, 1982 for the current. Um, they then her and Toshio go to this like tourist place or whatever. And Toshio is just like a one man uh, preach mobile. Yeah, him talking about organic farming, which is cool. But then he's all, he has all these like platitudes, like about I don't know. Trying to commentate to me about the state of the world and farming. So you, I feel like this time you got a big message that um, cities, cities are bad and that um, something like that, and that um, the countryside is great and we should like preserve it and we should like farm and stuff like that. Yeah, is that one of the two preachy elements of this? Yes. Is that the I, main one? Is it the main one? Um, in the adult segments, yes. Okay. I feel like, how do you say his name? Takahata? Yeah. I feel like he uses his movies a lot to preach about Japan. Like, if I recall correctly, that's kind of what Graver of the Fireflies was about. The underlying message to that. It's not clear what the underlying message of Graver of the Fireflies is. Um, the thing about, we'll, and we'll do a podcast on only yesterday, and um, on Grave of the Fireflies at some point, but the thing about that movie is that the big takeaway for us watching it is that it's, it's condemnation of war, right? Yeah. But um, I feel like you're referring to, like, you may have read somewhere that this is not what he intended, right? And that it's, it's um, like that, yeah. and that it's like actually like a condemnation of like Japan something. Japan's economic state at the yeah time. something like that. Economic bubble. I don't know. Kind of kind of absurd if Takata didn't mean that as a <laughs> as an anti-war movie because this is like cited as the biggest anti-war movie of all time. Uh, yeah. but, that's his that's his classic by the way i think this is see to me okay it's a good time to me this is like the yang to grave of the fireflies yin like grave of the fireflies is about death death and this is about life wow wow that's amazing dude wasn't that good i thought of that as a talking point at some point oh my god you're so smart thank you i don't think that's i don't think that means anything but (laughs) there you go uh talk about is such an interesting guy he hasn't made that many movies. I haven't, Apparently, I've... we should podcast about the about the Jubilee documentary too, since okay, they like yeah. they like get all up on his case about not finishing the movie <laughs> that which, he was. Which movie? It was um the tales of a uh, princess. The princess Kai. The most yeah. recent one. Yeah, they, they when they were making that, he hadn't finished it yet because yeah, because was... they, they were that movie talks about the wind rises and that one like back to back since they were in production of those at the time. Yeah, that was his first movie ten years after his last one, so that's interesting. Yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. I definitely need to. Uh, other, so, what do you think of Toshio? I think he's very charming. I think he's cute. He has a cute smile. Yeah. I don't like that he preaches to me about the farms. Oh yeah, the preach. Oh yeah, let's get back to that. Okay, I don't think this movie's trying to preach at you about the farms. I think this is presenting a perspective. Um, I don't think it's necessarily saying, Sam, you need to preserve the farms. I think it's just like... <laughs> I, think I mean, it, I don't think... I wasn't even a thought in anybody's mind at the point that this movie was made. Okay, sure. But I don't, I don't think that... Um, I think it's just... I think they're trying to characterize Toshio in a certain way. I don't think he's, I don't think he's the narrator of the film. Yeah, well, he's clearly not the narrator. Well, I don't think... You know, I don't think he's the voice of the You don't the think author. he's like the soapbox Sally. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, he's not the... I don't think he's the author. I think they're just trying to 
portray a person, and um, I think they successfully. That do means that. just important to him. Yeah, and then I think the you could argue it's preachy because she eventually like says that this is important to her at the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's something wrong with being preachy, especially about stuff like that, which you know, it's, it is important. See, I, yeah, so I don't think him talking about that is preachy, and then her like embracing it at the end. See, I to me, I don't focus on like the aspect. It's like her embracing like the country, like the countryside and farming and like the environment. See, I don't, I don't think that's what. Um, I also don't think this movie is like environmental. Like, I don't think that's what its message well, is. It's some weird form of that, you know. I think it's more about like humanist. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like not being like environmental in the way that we should not be like in the cities all the time and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was humans interactions with humans. Yeah, Miyazaki movies are like, don't destroy the environment. Yeah. This movie is like, you should get some fresh air for once you kids. Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know. I read the end of the movie as it's just like, uh, just this metamorphosis for, uh, for Taiko, right? I don't. I don't think that it's too much like that. She buys into this whole mindset. I think it's just like she needs a change in her life, and this is what she's doing, and she's embracing this lifestyle. Yeah, which I think is cool. I think that's fine. I also, I also see the end less about uh, Toshio specifically rather than her just wanting the new lifestyle. So she is a phony. Why? I don't know. <laughs> She thinks she, that. I, well, I just I don't think it's, this is the end. Is like, oh, I was in love with this, this guy the whole time. Well, yeah. I don't think that's the important thing, right? I think it's that that she just wants the change in her life. Yeah, but like, why did she could have like made that decision while she was in Tokyo, not like <laughs> what's she gonna do about her job, <laughs> like her apartment and stuff? Not clear. I guess she can move her stuff from there, but yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, I just wish you would have planned that out more. Yeah, we can talk about the end more in a minute. But uh, let's do the last few flashback vignettes. Um, there's the one about the purse. Um, very. And she like passive-aggressively wants her sister's purse. Wow. I feel That felt very real to me. It was very real. I just, I don't know what it meant. And you know, was... like, um, she wanted her sister's purse, and then they go out to Chinese food, or they're in the process of going out for Chinese food. And she's like, I'm not going. Yeah. And, like, her family just leaves her behind, but she actually wants to go. Yeah, yeah, that I felt a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, that, but then, and then even her dad, and then her dad slapped her, too, at the end, right? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that, and let's talk about the dad character. What did you think of uh, him slapping her there? I thought it made me very sad. Yeah. I don't know, like, I feel like the, like, the scene, like, directly before that, not the scene, like, the shot directly before that, he was, like, feeling, feel like, he was like, well, I know she wants to go, but yeah, I can't do anything about it. I think it. he was, like, frustrated with her yeah. entire behavior, and he took it out terribly, and to his, I guess to his credit, she said in the present that that was the only time he did that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, know, don't know. I, think, he's, I think he's a cool guy. He's you think just, the dad's a cool guy? He's just, he's very stoic. What, what else do you think about him? He's stoic, uh... Like his glasses, he's he's very he's very much the representation of like the family head um, in like the old in like this. He seems so done with everybody's. Um, can I say crap? It's like he's just like emotionally distant, right? Of uh, from everything that's happening. Yeah, and he, it's like he's clearly in charge. It's like very much presenting a patriarchal family, but he also is just not involved. Yeah, unless unless he wants to hand down the verdict of no acting. That's like, that's his big stand. 
He doesn't um, seem very happy. I don't know. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, it's. I think I think he, the representation of the dad here is from uh, very much from the perspective of Taiko and the females in the family, which yeah. is cool. I like that. It's just it's just very much how they see this figure in in their family. It's just like a big bear. A big bear just who has there. money and just says no to things. <laughs> And with glasses. I mean, he does he does nice things throughout the movie. Like he brings home the pineapple. He, yeah. um, I don't know what else he, he reads do. the newspaper. Reads <laughs> the newspaper. There you go. Okay. Uh, the fractions. Um, oh, same. that was that made me sad. Yeah. So like she can't divide fractions, and then everybody in your family is like, "Oh my god, what's wrong with yeah. her?" <laughs> it's like what she, she got a D on a math test. Like what's what's happening? And then. Wow, she's not normal. At one point, her mom lashes out at the that child's not normal talking to her sister. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, stop. Yeah, that was that was bad. And like, I love the the depiction of um, this. Like, maybe you can. I don't know if you relate to this or not, but this depiction of this non-math type person, yes, um, in Taiko, who she's like, she's her sister's trying to explain to her how to do it, and she's caught up in like how it like philosophically makes sense for to like <laughs> take a fraction of a fraction and like she can't understand that so therefore she can't focus on like the details of the process well i too have gotten many a d in math do you do you feel her in the maybe not the philosophical questions of fractions but <laughs> since I, my math problems happened later yeah i was actually very good at math when i was younger um but yeah, I, I, I get it. I like and like, I, I like how she talks about how good she was at art, too. And yeah. like essay writing, and her mom's like, okay. Yeah. You're not good at math. Yeah. I, I don't know. I love I love that her trying to take like a part. And then she like tries to do it on her apple or whatever. She tries to take a part of an apple of a part. And she yeah. just gets too confused. It's pretty great. I feel you on that, Taiko. That's, that's wonderful. Well, she, ch- she talks about doing like the blow paintings, which are really fun. She's talking about the yeah. That was like pretty clearly an excuse for for her performance on the thing. Well, still, she's like I was blowing too hard and now I have a headache, and it's like her mom wants to believe that too because mm. she doesn't want to accept that she is a dumb child. Oh, she's not dumb. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's but just not good from, at math. That's from her perspective. Yeah, but like, and we're just, and it's like from our perspective, it's like okay, she's just not good at math. Whatever. This movie is an indictment of her of the requirements of math in our education. <sighs> God, I haven't done math in a very long time. Don't you do math every day? I do actually. But like very basic math, yeah. Yes. Not like fraction addition, yeah. subtractions. Nobody really needs fraction division. Sometimes um, multiplication and division. And then the last uh, vignette is the school play one. Um, I love the depiction of her trying to like enhance her part in the play, and at yeah. first she has the line of dialogue, and then she like. Um, I don't know what the word is for it, but, uh, like... She acts? Yeah, she acts, but it's, like, really pretentiously, but everyone loves it. It's great. What, like, her, like, waving? How is that pretentious? <laughs> it's, I don't It was, like, overdone. But she just wanted to be, like, a star. I mean, I'm on her side in this, but... I feel like the movie's trying to, like, show how... You work with what you get. <laughs> you work with what you get, there you go. Uh, and then her dad just coldly rejects that because she doesn't. He he doesn't like show business people. Oh, like dad. what? I don't. I don't understand. So traditional. Yeah. But then again, his the oldest daughter is going to art school. So. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, Nanako, the oldest daughter, is an art school student because I I got to the part where I wrote it down, and Yaiko, 
Um, I it's just annoying. Is the bratty um, lesbian uh, middle <laughs> sister. I'm pretty sure that's what that scene was saying. We'll go back we can and go look back at it when we're done. Fact, but I, I'm not sure. And then we'll make an addendum. <laughs> well, if we'll, we'll see. We'll see if we need an addendum. Um, she leave like a blank space of you saying, note, Dylan was actually incorrect. I'm pretty sure it said actress in the subtitle. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, so, okay. Those are all the vignettes. Which of those was your favorite of the flashbacks one? That's a good question. I liked... I don't know. I like the crush one, and I like the period one, I think, the best. Mm, those are the two main ones. Yeah. The acting one was kind of... Oh, well... Was the one with that little boy sort of... Oh, not really. That was like it. That was like tied into the end. That was yeah. like snippy snips. Yeah. Yeah, to me, the pineapple scene is classic. I love the Hot Springs one. Um, I th- and I feel like the Crush one, the Periods one, the Purse and the Fractions, I feel like those are all... I think those are some of the best examples of depictions of those aspects of Slice of Life that are have I've ever seen in um, movie or television. Nobody just talks about periods. <laughs> Nobody just talks about periods. But like with the purse, it's like the interactions with um, with sisters. your fa- with your family and the sisters and the fractions. Oh. It's like your fam- the the parents and everyone being disappointed and can't do it and stuff like that. that. Those those are all wonderful for me, and those are the best parts of the movie. Yes. Um, let's talk about the ending, I guess. So, whoever the like one of the older ladies that they're staying with, I can't understand Grandma. the relations. Yeah, I don't really get the relations either. Grandma, I know that I know that grandma-in-law um, Toshio is like uh, the second cousin of yeah, gra- is it Toshio's second cousin? Um, of like the husband guy of the of, of and the, I'm guessing like the family is like his mom and dad and his grandma. So Toshio is probably like the second cousin in in law removed once I removed. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> family gets really confused. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So they're like, oh, you should uh, stay here and marry Toshio. And that was pretty. And then she. Gets, and she's like, uh, and then she runs away. I dropped the fork. It's okay. I don't know. Um, then she like runs in the rain. Toshio comes, and then um, how romantic. I guess. Uh, I don't. Did he know she was there? I'm not sure. I don't. I or guess like they must have him. told him that like she ran out somewhere. Yeah. Um, That's what I thought. But then she randomly starts talking about this kid. And, like, I'm thinking that he thinks that she's insane. Like, why are you, talk- why are you talking to me about this? With this this uh, kid from... Uh, but the, it's a continuation, because they were talking about when they were 10 before. Yeah. And it's like, is that the only point of conversation she ever has? So what's the point of this, including this last part of the 10-year-old story from here? I don't know. So, like, at first she says that... Um, so, like, it starts with... Uh, her talking to her friends and like defending him. And then she says at the end, uh, that he knew that she hated him most of all after he left. And she was just yeah, pretending to be nice. I didn't get that. Well, she was, it's like, she said, she's thinking that she underneath has a, the most disdain for him out of everyone. And that he, yeah. he reads that. And that's why he's mean to her specifically. Oh, I get not know. Yeah. And in the beginning, she was defending him, so she was like, this was like an indictment on her outward appearance or something. Mm. Um, and she, uh, I don't know what, she, then, and then, and then she's, there's like a scene of, um, him, her seeing him outside of school and she says she felt sorry for him 
uh, I don't know. What he's else? with his dad, and yeah. it's kind of it's cute how he's just, like, off to the side, like, holding his hand. How did they tie this in? I don't even remember now. I just like, watched it. It's just how, um, Toshio, he tells her, like, the, like, dumb thing that I think doesn't make this movie feminist at all. Like, how when boys like you, they'll bully you and stuff. But that, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, yeah, but, they, get, they talk about that, yeah. Yeah, they talk, because, like... He was like, oh, he didn't hate you. He liked you. He was just trying to be tough in front of you because he couldn't be tough in front of anybody else. I guess, so I guess he's trying to you. subtly say his feelings. I don't know. but He, he didn't bully. bully her. Yeah, like, so. Like, I don't understand. So, question mark, question mark? I don't know. And it's like the, it's the quote-unquote climax of the movie, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that, I don't think him presenting that viewpoint makes this movie not feminist. I, don't, I also don't think I don't, that led anywhere. Yeah. I don't think it was important to the ending. I don't think anything's really important. Nothing in this movie is important, sure. But okay, so then she starts leaving, and they say goodbye, and then she reverses on the train after <laughs> the, her after like the hallucinations of the her hallucinations her of her children, yeah, classmates self and her classmates come, and then they encourage her to go back. And then the Japanese version of the rose is playing. Yeah, which I, I thought that was beautiful. Some say love. It's pretty. It's pretty wonderful. The that song, and then they encourage her to go back, and she's like running with her childhood self at some point. And I just, and it's I'm cute. Like, I'm like almost like, crying at that because even though it's like not meaningful, like okay, she's going back. I don't know. Maybe it's just like more of an emotional catharsis rather than like a plot catharsis. There. But like, what about her job? <laughs> see, I wasn't thinking that. I was just like. It's like little her and it's big her and they're together. It's so what if little me and big me met? That would be a disaster. <laughs> I would be like, go away. I don't know. I don't. Know. I loved it. and also little Ateko is the cutest. Yeah, so she's was, very cute. It was. It was just. It was all great. And then she goes back, and then she like they call him up, and she's presumably like, I'm gonna stay, and and it's like I'm gonna marry him. I don't think they they don't say that though. Actually, I'm gonna marry. It's him. like implied, but they actually don't like show them. Eventually, yeah, it's just that it could start like a relationship of some kind. Yeah, that's what Wikipedia said. Yeah, well, that's what Wikipedia says. But yeah, that I remember. See, at that I remember this movie ending with them getting married. That's that's not what happens at all. How did you, Dylan? I don't like not a literal wedding, but like it just being like that's what happens plot wise. You know? No, that's not just not what happens. No. So to me, uh, the thing, the en- this ending is like the biggest, the thing that could be the thing that I don't like most with it, because it's like she's going back for the guy. Uh huh. But on this, but on this rewatch, like I didn't read it like that at all. So like it really didn't bother me because I didn't think she particularly cared about him. <laughs> like I mean, she's like, okay, it's cool, and it, he's like part. She of- does have like sort of a monologue about her feelings for him <laughs> when they're in the car and stuff. Yeah, what do they even say in the car? That was part of that. Uh... I don't, it's just like a blink blur. Yeah. I also like his outfits, though. He's very. English. I mean, it's it's also that he's like, yeah, and he's he's cool, right? He's I like not... his outfit at the end with like the plaid like jacket, and, like the tie, and like the yellow <laughs> shirt. Do you, anyway. do you like that he's a ski instructor? I don't believe that. <laughs> You think he was just saying that to impress her? Yes. Ooh, interesting. That's an interesting also, he reality. said, like, all my friends are seeing instructors. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> Come on. That's an interesting read on the situation. 
Um, but yeah, I don't see to me this end of this movie is not uh, she's going back for him, and it's not like this movie is a giant romance. It's that this is she's going back for her younger self. She's going back to like for like this change that she's undergoing or whatever, and to like embrace like what she like wants out of life, and he's like a part of this like new life, right? Yeah, he's just some in, he's just some boy. Like he's just a component of this to me. Like it's like fr- primarily it's the countryside in general. And, like, this life of, like, fresh air and stuff. And he's, like, a secondary component to it. I still like that old guy who, like, ran for the train and, like... Yeah, why did, was the point of that? Up the, he, was in the, he was in the beginning, too. Oh, when, he was? Not the beginning, okay. but, like, when, he, when they were all getting off the train. Okay, I see. So it was a callback. Callback. Yeah, what, I, did, you, I what, hate did, run for what did you think of the ending? Um, I almost skipped it because I was like, oh, it's the credits. Yeah, they, the whole entire plot of the movie is in the credits. That's funny. Yeah, um, I was okay. I guess I don't know. It was, it was the thing. Did you ha- did you emotionally react to it? I feel like I emotionally reacted to the scene before with them talking about the the boy. The, Interesting. The mean boy. Yeah. I think I reacted to that more. I'm not sure why though. Anyway. Anyway, did you like the ending? It was okay. I don't know. Do you think that? Do you think? Do you still think it's too preachy? Like I don't know. Do you, <laughs> think, that's a, do you think that's a result of you watching it for like the fifth time? Or do you think it's well, an actual? I don't know. I don't think the ending's preachy. I okay, think it's interesting. Like, Just in general, it's kind of like I don't know what's going to happen to her stuff. Yeah, I don't like, know. I, I feel like you're too focused. <laughs> yeah, because it's bothering me. Because like, it, why can't? People just like make plans. It has to be in. It has huh. to be. Uh, compulsive decision for a lot of the movie yeah uh i don't know i really like the ending um it would have been better if she was going back for a female but well that's what we all think (laughs) that's in general though Um, this is 1991 japan Current Japan also would not have that movie either though exactly So. so i mean we barely got it with grandma I'm like it's grandma. Ghibli is pretty progressive. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like, I can do without all the sausage fest, you know. This movie is certainly not a sausage fest, though. Exactly, it's yeah. not. So that's why it's wonderful. Sausage fest. Sausage fest. Um, that was great. That's a great ending to the to the review. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, to me, the things that stick out are many of the flashback scenes. Um, the pineapple scene uh, and the ending of it and just the entire thing about like this being about her life and the way it's presented and I think it's really wonderful I think I just don't read into things a lot I mean, I'm really is, bad at reading into things there's nothing explicit here so I guess that you would have to read into it maybe I just don't have many emotions I previously had this ranked as the 11th best Ghibli movie this is going to be higher I don't know. The thing is, like, it's in, like, I labeled this tier incredible, so. I don't and you know. have Elite above and that. I have elite. Well, Elite to I me. Mean, you, you need to, you need to, like, make this, like, you know, you need to make it, like, your current tiers that you have going Yeah, on. but those are for TV episodes, right? Oh, so the Elite is, um, so I think there's, like, a solid six Miyazaki movies slash other Ghibli's, which are the best films of all time. And then I think that there's another tier of like five or so movies which are also incredible incredible movies and then that's where i have this one 
It's at the end of that. Yeah, I think I could move it above Lupin. Lupin's great. Totoro's in this tier. Totoro's incredible. I have Poppy Hill here. I love Poppy Hill. And then Marnie as the first one in that tier. I think this movie kind of reminds me of Poppy Hill a little bit. Yeah, it's very similar to Poppy Hill, yeah. And Except like, Poppy Hill is like a marriage between this and Marnie. Yeah, I think yeah. This is there are three very similar movies here. Do you like this better or worse than Marnie? I don't know. I feel like I like Marnie better right now. Yeah. Maybe because like I haven't seen that fifty times. I wanna say only yesterday is like incredible. Is like belongs in that top tier, but I I was also just bored at points throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I don't think it should be there, but I think it's there's just so much right with this, which I. See, I, I would say in terms of quality, it's in the secondary tier. In terms of like favorites, this is one of my favorites of all time. I think that's what yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like maybe even more so than Marnie. I don't know. I don't know. Need some time. No, yeah, we have to think Marnie. about like how much we're banking on the Ghibli brand right now. Like, do, are do we, you think like, we, we do you think we overrate these movies? Sometimes I do. Yeah. Um. I think the only movie anybody has been really brutally honest about in Ghibli was Tales of Earthsea. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the lesser ones, but I think the the bottom five are not great. I'm not a fan of Pompoko, which is also by Takata. Magical Wreck. Or the My Neighbors Yamadas. I don't think those are good movies. Tanuki. So. But uh, this one, I think, is just... I think this... I also just think this is very important. Um, socially, within Ghibli movies and within anime... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I definitely think it's an important movie. I just don't know if it's, like, the best. I also, I don't know. I love some of these, some of those. I No, I genuinely think some of the flashback vignettes are yeah. some of the best scenes, like, uh, I've seen. I don't know. I think this the pineapple scene is such a classic. Uh, I, I, I still just wonder, like, how we rank these based off of the Ghibli brand and like mm, yeah. how much that influences things. To me, I think I, I need, that's what I think about when I think of something like La Picha or Mononoke rather than this movie. This movie, I think clearly deserves to be talked about as an incredible film. But when I think like, I think when I you think about Ghibli, you think about like, I currently have Spirited like <laughs> Spirited Away, La Pita, Mononoke are these three of the best films of all time. Cause I currently have them ranked as such. And when we, like when Spirited we revisited Day. them, Spirit Away is wonderful, but when we revisit them, we will. You should just make them. me talk about the Chili movies with you. <laughs> yeah, so but then just it, be like, I didn't like it. Yeah, this is. I don't want. See, we don't. You don't need to be on the Spirited Away review with me. Cause no, then, <laughs> although, although it was a good dynamic when like I didn't like Inside Out and Mel did. So that was not that I didn't like it, but I didn't like it as much as her. But that was a good dynamic too. So I don't know. I don't know. You need to have the exclusive podcast for me, obviously, because yes, I'm important. You are important. That's true. Just talk about weird indie animated movies with me. We need a list of weird indie animated movies to discuss. I'll, I'll make that list Okay, with you. let's do that. Um, so overall, I would say Only Yesterday is... Uh, I would highly recommend it. It's I think it's wonderful. Um, I think Sam's movie slightly less high on it, but still likes it a lot. Well, don't speak for me, Dylan. Do you think that's true? I Yeah, I think it's a very good movie. I, I'd say like at least watch it once. And you're like, yeah. don't watch it like twice within the same year. Like, yeah. come back to it in five years, like I did. Like, yeah, that's fine. I, I also just think there's a lot of stuff here that's very memorable. And this this is like the king of the slice of life. And I'm super. Oh yeah, down, you're, you're Mister so. Slice of Life. Yeah, so this is very important to me. Okay. Um. Anything else? Um. 
I don't know. Mm. I think we covered everything. Yeah, we got it. We got hidden on all sixes right there. There you go. Um, where do you think um, uh, Tycho falls within the realm of main characters? Do you think she's like a super memorable main character? Um, I I don't want to say memorable. Maybe. I don't think adult her is that interesting. Yeah, I don't think adult yeah. her is that interesting either. <laughs> Kid her is, I think, is very interesting. But, but then again, like, I, I guess there's, like, interestingness and the non-interestingness. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think that we expect, like, all of our protagonists to be, like, interesting and, like, above average and, like, have something of note with them. Whereas Tycho is just a very average person and she has her faults, but she's, she's just, like, an average person. I think she's a very real person, yeah. She's a very real person, yeah. yeah. And I think that, that that's what might make her... A very good protagonist, especially for a movie based in animation, where all the protagonists have to be special snowflakes. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's like you want to like compare her to like the my favorite Ghibli protagonist, Shizuku from Whisper of the Heart, and I don't know, like the she's Shizuku is much more interesting to me. I think they're both very real though, and stuff yeah. like that. I don't know if you've seen Whisper of the Heart, but I haven't. Interesting. Gotta, gotta get on that. Gotta get on that. It's even more boring than this movie. <laughs> wow, really? It's two and a half hours long, and it's all slice of life, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's very impressive. We <laughs> might have it. to watch that together. I love it. Okay. Uh, I think I think that wraps things up here. Um, I think this was good. I don't know how many people are going to listen to this, though. Nobody. No, no one's seen this movie. But anyway, uh, I've been Dylan Heisen. That's Sam Quattro. Sam, where can we find more of your stuff? Um, You can find me, my Twitter at cool mcr k-o-o-l k-o-o-l two o's i said this the other day in the apple store and like they didn't they got two l's out of that <laughs> so k-o-o-l i didn't say my twitter i said my email that's also my email by the way k-o-o-l mcr um that's my twitter uh my tumblr is stupid nervous all one word all lowercase and it doesn't really matter it's Laura, not case sensitive anyway I am at Dylan uh, underscore OVA on Twitter and Dylan OVA on Tumblr. And you can find more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. And you can support our Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Huge thanks to our current patrons um, as of this recording, who are Shayna and Mitch, a.k.a. Sam, you do the nicknames. Uh, I, did we agree on the did, did we agree on Mitch's nickname? I'm, I've been calling him Fever Mitch at the end. Fever Mitch? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Shayna is... I don't know how we're pronouncing it. It's Heya, but I don't know if we're pronouncing it like Heyna or Hey... Like Heya, like the song. I've just you know, said like, Heya. Like, shake, shake, a- like a- <laughs> shake it like a... Heyna. Shake it like a horror picture. What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. Heyna. There That's you go. You. Uh, and Fever Mitch, I guess we're calling... We, we have like a very extensive discussion about your nickname. I'm not I'm not completely Mitch. satisfied with Fever Mitch, but I think that's the leader right now. Mitch, so, fe- like Fever Pitch? Yeah. Fever Mitch? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> Captain Michika. Uh, that was um, was that Delaney's or Brits? That was, that was Brits. Brits. Yeah, I'm, mine was like Hedwig and the Angry Mitch. That was. I thought that one was good too. We can we can change these if. Yeah, it's 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 our show. Yeah, we can. You guys are just giving us money. Well, I mean, if you prefer a nickname, we can change it there. Theoretically, yeah, in the Patreon Facebook oh, yeah. group, we can yeah, discuss hey. them. Did you anyway, to that yet? that's all. Um, I don't know what the next podcast is after this because I don't know what I'm releasing this. Wait, yes, I do. Uh, 
I guess uh, what you've been watching is coming up after that, and then our minions review later in the week. Oh that's, boy! Oh man, that's gonna be fun. You that look was out for that one. No, it's not. I edited it. It's interesting. It's quite an interesting podcast. I'm sure it is. Okay. Anyway, uh, thanks, guys. Um, thanks. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Have a good day. Goodbye.